Well, we are back backstage with a very special guest who is uh, somebody who's been here before, uh, but it's been a couple of years, Dylan Raymond. <laughs> Dylan, how you doing, brother? Good. How are you, man? Man, living the dream. It is uh, a beautiful day here in southwest Michigan, and I'm hoping that that's going to be the case here again. It's been a long string of days, of good days, but I'm hoping it's going to stick around here for when you're here on the 1st. So keeping our fingers crossed for that but let's keep my eye on the radar so have you, <laughs> well, let's hope for the best yeah it's uh a george Strait song right now blue clear skies so let's uh keep that train rolling <laughs> that way right since the last time you were here let's talk a little bit if somebody maybe didn't see your show at silver harbor brewing which is where you're going to be again on july 1st give us a little bit of insight on your background who you are and and maybe even a little bit about what you stand for yeah um so my name is dylan raymond um country music artist based in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, basically, what we bring to Silver Harbor is what we call the brewery tour. Um, I started this back when COVID happened. Um, I'm a big, like when we're out on the road, we don't do the McDonald's or any like big fast food chains type restaurants. We always try to find the mom and pop shops and stuff like that and support the local businesses of the area. So we started the brewery tour. That was my main focus was, you know, I lost one of my favorite restaurants in my hometown because of COVID, like they just couldn't stay open anymore. And so I had I had the idea, pass on to my manager, but what if we do an acoustic show that brings in people that, you know, it's still safe back then and everything like that. And of course, like St. Joe brought out the people. I mean, I, that whole plaza was packed out. We only did one day last time. We like had them spread out, but we only did one day. We're doing a back to back this time. so. I'm expecting it. it's 4th of July. I know there's going to be a lot of tourists up there, but a lot of locals as well. So I, I know it's going to be a good time. Excellent. Well, I've got a couple of restaurants. I'll give you some suggestions on too to, you know, keep, keep oh, yeah. it busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Excellent. Well, let's talk a, a little bit because uh, the last time we talked, we had mentioned about CMA Fest and how you've had the opportunity to play there. Now, obviously, there were a couple of years wasn't able to happen. Now, this year it came back around. Did you have the opportunity to play that or what's the uh, what's the biggest show that you've played so far since normals come back? You say? So CMA Fest, we actually are already booked up. Like it's been kind of crazy ever since, you know, once everything opened back up every single weekend's out on the road. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Um, so we didn't get to play CMA Fest this year. We're fingers crossed for next year. Um, but yeah, this year already we played um, big show wise. We did a packed out show in Omaha, Nebraska at Barnado, which is one of my favorite venues out there. It's such a cool, it has like a Gatsby vibe to it, like old school 1920s. It's kind of, it's really different, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and then we just played in April. Um, I say just like April's, you know, <laughs> right there, there bro. Right, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah we played a show in cincinnati ohio called lori's roadhouse and it was completely sold out it was a great time it was our first time actually bringing the full band to cincinnati so it meant a lot to me to see everybody show up for that one um but yeah we just been kind of hammering down the brewery tour playing some full band shows in between here and we got a bunch of stuff coming up for the rest of the year very cool well, let's talk a little bit about uh, maybe some other venues. And obviously, you know, Silver Harbor, a great, great venue and, you know, great place to have a beverage too. But oh, yeah. uh, talking about, you know, bigger venues that you dream of, what is that one that would make you say, you know what, this is the this is the dream come true, where I want to be as a headliner? I mean, so one of my idols, like, ever since I was a little kid and I got my first guitar was Kenny Chesney. Like, 
And like see him play like the football stadiums, Madison Square Garden, like whatever it may be, like that would just be ideal. I wouldn't even like, it doesn't matter which one. I just want to kind of play them all really. So, and it's like, I've always like seen those photos of him on Instagram where he's like at the very top row of the football stadium. And so you just see like that, like, he's going to sell that out regardless. Mm-hmm. And, like that, that would be a dream. Just any football stadium, Madison Square Garden, Red Rocks would be awesome as well. Um, I've never been, that's like on my bucket list to go out to Red Rocks still, like just as a fan. So hopefully someday, hopefully someday. Man, I'm, I'm kind of the same way, uh, same boat that you are, because I have driven right by Red Rocks, and I'm like, oh, that's, oh my God, it's Red Rocks, <laughs> and we went right by, and I'm like, oh, man, so that's kind of one of those, you know, missed out opportunities, but what, right. have you seen a show at Madison Square Garden? No, I haven't. It, it's, it's trippy, because you'll be there at the show, and then the crowd will be kind of moving a little bit, and you can kind of almost feel it, like the floor moving a little bit. It, it's It'll mess with your head a little bit, but it's a blast, so hey. definitely recommend it be a good time yeah man go see a show there before you headline there that's just gonna be my (laughs) advice i have a feeling it's probably gonna happen but (laughs) yeah (laughs) awesome well okay so let's go back and and talk a little bit more about the live show and your music specifically when you're playing your set obviously you're playing some of your music that you've written a a lot of that but also you likely throw in some covers and and you know, try to gauge where the crowd is. Is there a song that you can play that you know they're like, all right, when I play this, the crowd's either going to react, react this way or they're going to react this way, and I've got to pivot my my setlist and how we're doing this. Um, really, I just kind of catch the vibe at the very beginning. I mean, I play like a lot of '90s stuff as well as like early 2000s, like stuff that I grew up on. I'm I was born in '93, so '90s country is like something that my dad kind of hammered into my soul. And uh, so besides my originals, like there's just, you know, you got George Strait, Tim McGraw, um, you know, David Lee Murphy, all that stuff in there. We do throw in a little bit like a different genre as well. I don't want to give too much away because I want people to just come out to the show and find out. But uh, actually my manager, I was messing around. I was like, dude, what if we take like this song and this song? I don't want to say the song once again because I want to ruin it. And I was like, what if we just like, and I started playing and he goes, dude, just try it out and see what happens. So we did an acoustic show and like jaws dropped to the ground because they were like, wait a second. So I had them in one direction and I just threw them in a completely different one. Because it's like totally two different genres mixed into one song. And it just, it got the crowd going. So we've been doing that ever since. And it's funny to see the people's reactions because they'll be singing along to the one song and I'll just pull on out 180. And it, it's a good time though. So like really like there's not, I mean more times than none, the 90s get a lot of, you know, people singing, get people moving along. So we do a lot of 90s stuff. Um, but even the originals, I've had people come up to me before, be like, we love hearing originals over covers. And that just means a lot. Like any artist out there, like it's a newer artist, they love hearing that. So if you're even going out there as a fan, like listen to people and you ask them for an original, I guarantee you're going to the artist day. Yeah, and the trouble with doing covers, and it's a good thing and kind of a double-edged sword, right? So people like familiar, but if you're going to do familiar, you've got to do it to where it's as good or a unique spin on it to make it, you know, to where they still enjoy that version. But the originals obviously give you an opportunity to showcase, you know, your own life experience and, you know, where you're from. And, And that might be true in the case of your song Gone, and that's not even a planned segue here but we're gonna roll with it uh tell me about that song and how that came to be 
Um, basically, like, I was just, you know, down on my luck and everything, and really just kind of, I never really had a full breakup, like a breakup song. Um, I Can Be That was, you know, my love song, um, and that still blows my mind that it has over 3 million streams on Spotify, but, like, it, I wanted to, like, segue that to, okay, what would happen if, you know, you lost that girl that I Can Be That, like, you wrote, because when I wrote I Can Be That, basically, like, I was just, I was actually single at the time, and um, I was running, wanting to write a song about where a girl basically tell a guy how she wanted to be treated, but the guy saying, hey, I'm gonna treat you this way. And it was the girl's like dream of that. And so with Gone, basically I was trying to put myself in that mindset of, hey, what would it be like to lose that girl that you've always wanted in your life, the dream girl, and so when we uh, recorded that and everything, um, I wrote that one by myself. Um, I actually wrote that during quarantine, which a lot of artists oh. did. <laughs> um, yes. We wrote a lot, like a lot of the new stuff coming out um, that we have, I wrote during quarantine. Um, so you have Straight Up Country. I wrote that with two of my really good friends, uh, Matt Gorman and Kalen Robertson. Um, both of them were actually just on American Idol. Um, and then Till the Cows Come Home, I actually wrote in a hotel room. When we were actually on the brewery tour. Um, which is funny because when you listen to that song, it's so rowdy and it's like, I, I wrote this in my hotel room, like <laughs> quietly in my bathrobe yeah. with my slippers on. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really weird, but yeah, like one of my most rowdy songs I wrote in my hotel room. So it's like, it's kind of cool because, especially with like the acoustic shows like this, I get to share those stories and like because people will ask me, like, you know, where did you get the idea for that? Where were you when you wrote that in your life and everything like that? So um it's it's kind of crazy because my whole life has kind of flip-flopped since then um i have a wonderful girlfriend now um so i'm very thankful for that and it's like gone is like when i sing it it's like i don't those emotions don't exist and it, but it's like in my mind i'm like okay what if i lose that girl mm -hmm. then that song really kind of plays an effect and we when we cut the music video for that we really wanted to like actually hone in on the storytelling of that song rather than just you know a typical music video we really wanted to show okay like the emotion that i would have felt if i lost that girl yeah you know i i think in the conversation you alluded to a couple different things where you're like hey i didn't i've never really had a song like that obviously adding that into your repertoire too is there a type of song that you feel like is missing from your catalog that's like next up on your list you're like all right i've got a rowdy party song i've got a breakup song i've got a i'm in crazy love song is there one like that um, I'm hinting <laughs> to the <laughs> new stuff. Uh, we got like a duet um, that was on my bucket list always. Always wanted to release a duet song. And so we got that coming. And, you know, like I have BFE and, you know, I think BFE is more on that side of rowdiness. Um, but I wanted something a little bit more rowdy. And so like Straight Up Country and To The Cows Come Home, those like, when we play live full band sets, Till the Cows Come Home is the very beginning and Straight Up Country is the very end. So we make sure that we hit you on the way in and we hit you on the way out. So <laughs> and it's a good time. Like my guys, like when we kind of, we make the sets together, I always make sure my guys have a say and um, they always pick those because they just love those two songs. And so really, I mean, I've always wanted like an actual like, you know, Kenny Chesney Beach song. I just don't know if it's my vibe per se. Um, <laughs> I've written them before, whether I was on a beach, whether I was on a cruise ship, whatever it was, you know. And, uh, but 
like I'm from Indiana, so it's like, right. Terre Haute, <laughs> there's right? There's not much beach around for me yeah. to like, get a bunch of ideas off of. Maybe we can write one about like a, a lake party or something like that. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, you know what? Indiana is a very big state, right? You just go up to the north end of it right by us here, and you've got uh, you got Lake Michigan. And here's a perfect opportunity. Silver Harbor Brewing, literally walk walking distance to Silver Beach. I mean, we're going to get you a pina colada, or we're going to get you something in your hand to really give you that uh, that beach vibe. I ain't going to complain about that. No, we <laughs> actually went we went down to Silver Beach and stuff last time we were up there, and we loved it. Yeah, man. It was a good time. It's a great, great place. We're happy to have you back here. And again, your song, Gone, one of many that we're going to be hearing at the show coming up on July 1st. And it's a 7 p.m. showtime. It's a free show as well. And if we want to maybe, uh, you know, do our homework, we'll say, and get caught up on everything Dylan Raymond, is there a good social platform that we can check out in, in your music? Um, literally, if you just look up Dylan Ryan Music on any social media, you'll see me. Um, it's D-Y-L-A-N. I tell everybody, it's like everybody loves Raymond, R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. And if you can't make it to July 1st, um, this is the first time we're doing a back-to-back. Um, I'll be there July 2nd as well, same time, 7 to 10. So, 4th of July weekend, come spend it with me. There you go, man. I've got a brilliant idea, too. You, you just kind of alluded to it. You should start a TikTok series or something that's everybody loves Dylan Raymond. And then... There you I go. Mean, I mean, just figure. I don't know exactly what the content is yet, but I'll I'll give that to you soon. All right. How I appreciate it, man. All right, you bet, brother. All right, there you go. Silver Harbor Brewing, July first. Be there. It's going to be a great show with Dylan Raymond. And uh, again, thanks a lot for uh, for chatting with us, here, buddy. Appreciate you, man.